Hey, what's up, family? It's Coach Josh again with a live Q&A. Hope y'all are doing exceptionally well. Hope y'all's weekend has been a blessing. Um, I love these Q&As. gives me an opportunity to serve you all. If you've been watching me for a mighty long time, I want to say thank you so much for watching and for being a subscriber on my channel. If you've been watching my videos recently and you want to go ahead and join the community, go ahead and hit that subscribe and hit that bell because I would love to have you part of my community and I would love to see how I can help you make better sense of your life. So I'm going to give you guys and gals an opportunity to get into the live feed. Uh, for those who are brand new to this format, I uh, periodically uh, answer uh, live questions, questions live, and, and really uh, utilize my experience, my expertise, and my exegetical ability to be able to help you uh, make sense of your life and just really help you to have some resources and tools to do so. So I'm going to give you all an opportunity to come in. Chandra Thomas in the building. Vanita is in the building. S. Bell in the building. Hope you all well. Um, and I'm just waiting on the first question. But yeah, hope y'all doing well. Hope y'all uh, protecting yourselves and and most important, protecting your mind and not being so easily fooled. Uh, Chandra says, any Memorial Weekend plans? Uh, nothing but spending time with family. And uh, what I've been doing in the quarantine, being productive, man. Like uh, Pretty much what I've been doing is just working on some resources and tools. I'm really trying to get this channel uh, in the direction that I would love it to be in. And I just getting things done. And I, and I love quarantine. I'm an introvert by nature, man. I love being around people, but um, I love being unto myself because the more time I'm with myself, I don't, not necessarily with myself, but uh, uh, in a peaceful place where I'm able to be productive because I love getting things done. I just love it. <clears throat> so thank you for asking. Coach Josh, I'm really struggling. Like, what's going on, Crystal? What's going on? What's going on with you? Let me know. And then maybe this is maybe this live was just for you and, and people like yourself. And I understand it's tough. It's tough. Life is not easy to navigate, but with Christ, we can. Uh, let's see what I skip anybody. Okay, favorite one. What's going on, Vanessa? What's going on, Adams? What's up, fam? Taylor, Janae, what's going on? Info me as much. Uh oh, let me see. Info me as much. What's going on, Nadell? What's going on? Hey, coach, how are you? Saying hello from Melbourne, Australia. Thank you so much for watching. I'm doing well. Doing exceptionally well. Slim ref still in the building. Still losing weight. Still looking. I'm slim. So life is good, man. I'm in a great phase of my life right now. I was going to call a Christian counseling service, but hey, hey, you know, coach is here to help. So let me know what question you got, Chris, and I would love to help you. Hey, I have a question. L, bro, let me know what you got. Are we in the end of days? Yeah, we're closer to the end times than we've ever been before. And the Bible says, even when you see the signs of the time, know that I'm at the door. And um, and um, um, these days are, um, if there's ever been a, a days that I can bank my uh, I wouldn't say bank anything on, but if I could really kind of guesstimate, we're we're here, we're here now, and I'm going to be doing some videos pretty soon on how believers can prepare um, for for uh, modern day persecution and and how to navigate confidently in Christ, knowing that uh, death is a temporary thing, is a is a brief moment, and and eternity is greater than these earthly pleasures, and how do we can prepare to do it? So be on the lookout for resources like that. I would love to. I can't wait to get those out to you. Uh, mom, thank you for watching from Cleveland, Ohio. Lisa Wolf, what's going on? Thank you. I hired a dating coach and I am. Okay. Okay. Coach, here we go. <clears throat> coach, how do you know God wants marriage for you? Simple. If you have a desire for it. Um, usually everything that we were created to do was placed in us. We're seeds. And our goal is to be planted in him because that's where we can truly nurture and really grow into the person we desire to be. And so don't get so caught up on walking by sight, walk by faith. And if you have that desire to be married, there's people who have the gift of singleness and there's people who desire to be married, but don't worry about whether or not you're going to be married, get married, just prepare in the meantime. 
Sometimes we get so caught up on a moment of promotion that we forget the season of preparation. Right now is the season of preparation for you, my friend. And, and right now you got to say, okay, what uh, what type of man of God do I want? And what type of woman of God do I must I be to support that man of God? And focus your energy on that. And 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 and, and the more progress you make, the more positive you become because you're gonna be like, I'm getting closer and closer to being a woman that I need to be. Um, in order in order to uh, uh, position myself to be married, God is not gonna promote you if you're not prepared. God is a God of decency and an order. He does things in decency and order, and he he doesn't move beyond his timing, his integrity, and your preparation. So keep that in mind. But if you have a desire in you, that means it's part of the cards for you to have, but you just got to make sure you develop into the person that's able to manage that season when it comes. Hope to help. Jordy Real Sales says, is there a such thing as being too freaky or too nasty when it comes to uh, sex in a Christian marriage? Um, You just got to be wise and make sure that you don't uh, entertain things that comes from... Um, demonic groups. And what I mean by that, you just got to make sure that it's done in love. Um, the, uh, uh, intimacy in marriage is supposed to be done through love and not lust. If if it's been inspired by lust, my friend, then chances are you're not going to be love making, you're going to be lust making. And so uh, there's nothing wrong with, with exploring uh, um, levels of intimacy. Just make sure that it's out of love because when you're in the love of God, there are certain things you won't, won't be released to do even in a bedroom. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and most of the things that a lot of people practice came from perverted um, streams. And you just got to make sure that you're um, pure in heart and that you love that person selflessly and that you go into intimacy serving. If you go into intimacy expecting to be served and that's all your focus is, then you're not going to be satisfied. But if you go into it and say, you know what, I'm going to serve this person from the love in my heart that I gained from God's perfect love that cast out all fear. And I'm going to make sure that I make love in the purest way possible. Any type, if you got her doing stuff or if y'all doing stuff and it's just like, man, I got this from a video uh, six years ago, then chances are you just got to be very careful with those things because some things are probably just not as natural. Do I know all the positions and, and what's good and what's not good? I know the Holy Spirit knows what's, what's right to do and what came from um, maybe rituals back in the day, what may have came from perversion and you just got to be wise. But ultimately, to answer your question universally, is ultimately making sure that your heart is pure towards your wife <clears throat> and towards your husband, that you're making love and not making lust. Lust comes from overbearing desires and utilizing this person as a tool to get those desires met. But love comes from facts. Love comes from this is deeper than just physical. This is this is a spiritual bond that I want to share with you to bring us closer together so that we can um, be released even deeper into our purpose. Because intimacy keeps the keeps the uh, um, love keeps the relationship going. So you just got to make sure that your 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 freakiness and your nastiness doesn't come from perverted means. But if you're if you're going into it and you're just expressive. I would I would change my words. I wouldn't even say nasty and freaky because that's that's negative words. Uh, they come from a lustful categories. I would just say just express your love servantly in a servant's way and and see what naturally manifests in marriage, and you'll be surprised um, just how beautiful it is when it's love making, not lust making. Hope that makes sense, family. S. Bell says, <clears throat> I am a twenty one year old. Should I be praying for a husband now, even though I know the word God says he will find me? I will, I will utilize your prayers more so focused on um, 
um, getting to know God, having conversation with him. I will utilize your prayers right now more for intercession. I will utilize your prayers more for venting and processing. Um, um, whatever things like that, you need to just petition once unless led by the Holy Spirit to say, because sometimes our prayers are so full of what we desire versus uh, our delight. And and your prayer should be more full of delight and more of service than it is desires. Because all you got to do is tell God once. God hasn't forgotten. God has already worked that thing out before you was informed in your mother's womb. And so what I'm saying is it's okay um, um, to, to, to hope and, and desire, but make sure you last prayer for a little bit more uh, 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 better resources than just constantly petitioning about a husband. Um, because sometimes your prayers is sometimes our prayers are rooted in idolatry. That the only reason why we're praying is to consume our own lust. And the Bible says um, um, we ask wrongly and we ask to consume of our own lust in James says in James it says and so what happens we pray but we we never really audit the motives of our prayers so if you idolizing the idea of a husband and praying for that husband you're really not praying to God you're praying to a form of God that you have grafted in your own mind hoping that thinking that your prayers will make that person come closer or that your prayers can make God give you what you want so trusting in God says all I got to do is ask him once and I know he's got that now, if the Holy Spirit leads unction to pray, and 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 but the good thing about that, thank you so much for giving, is that praying in tongues um kind of helps you in those regards. Let the spirit determine what you pray, and maybe the spirit of God through praying in tongues will lead you to pray for him. But I wouldn't waste too much of your time. And plus, you're 21. You got you got to marry yourself first. You got to marry God and marry yourself. You got to date God and date yourself because in doing so, you'll be dateable. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about datable in just the prerequisite stage of a marriage. We're talking about datable throughout your life. Because when you know God and you know yourself, then you're ready and whole enough um, to be able to determine who God has for you. So petition to God one time, utilize your 20s to get yourself together, utilize your 20s to uh, um, develop and grow your relationship with God. Because I'm telling you, that's the best thing that I did in my 20s, the mid to later 20s. Early 20s, I was kind of shaky. But mid to late 20s, I really got to know God seriously, and I really got my purpose done. And what I did during that time is substantially blessing my marriage at the moment. And that's what I want you to focus on. Don't get so caught up on praying for a husband. Utilize that prayer time to get to know God better, to get to know yourself better, to vent, to process, and to intercede for others, and trust God with those things. Petition once, and when those desires rise up, just say when those uh, carnal desires or human desires or triggered desires raise up because of comparison, etc. You tell your mind, we're not going to focus on it because I already asked God about that. God is a good God. He's already taken care of that for me and I'm not going to worry about it. So you petition once, God, I, I, vent, vent. you got to vent to God and say, God, man, I really want a husband. Help me to see my heart. Am I idolizing the idea of this man? Because God, I don't want to put no one above you. That's okay to talk to God like that. And God will say, I got you. And it's peace, which surpasses all understanding. will keep your heart in mind. And you'll be able to navigate going forward. But if you continue to dwell on it, you'll idolize the individual and you won't be prepared enough as an individual for that individual, if that makes sense. <clears throat> Hope that helped, my friend. L Bro says, Oh, just showing love. Oh, thank you. Let me see. Let me show you. Just showing love. I'm watching gain knowledge from all your Thank you so much for donating. I appreciate it. And I'm glad the videos are a blessing to you, fam. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I really do. Uh, let's see. Where am I at? Where am I at? I think I scrolled too far down. Okay. Uh, 
Oh, my brother Kenny Mack is in the building. What's up, fam? I'm proud of you, man. You really getting out there, man. I'm glad that you out there doing your videos, my brother. Y'all check out my brother Kenny Mack. Oh, Kenneth Mack the second. Check great resources, man. Check them out. All right. I think I scrolled too far down. Let me uh I hired a dating coach. Coach, how do you guys manage? Alright, lady on a second day. Okay, L bro, what's your question, man? I hired a dating coach and I am a lady on a on a second date. Okay, I'll probably get to yours a little bit later. I, I think you probably still kind of right now. Sean M says, "What's up, Coach? What are the first steps to walking into God's purpose for your life?" Great question. Um, realizing that God's a person, realizing that He's a person, uh, realize that He has a purpose for you. Um, because when those things are clear, your perspectives change. So right now you have to examine the personality of God. So what I would do in the first steps to discovering your purpose is to get to know the person who purposed you in this place in life. So you get to know him by simply Googling uh, God's attributes. Uh, he's omniscient. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's eternal. He's just. He's love. He's mercy. You see what I'm saying? He's good. There's a lot of different attributes that it be, when you begin to study him, you will begin to um, become the person you need to be to actually effectively, efficiently uh, fulfill your purpose. Uh, and then nextly, you look inside of yourself. You look above yourself. Or around yourself because God's presence is around you. But we metaphorically look above because he is everything good comes down from the father of lights. So metaphorically, we look above, but understand that he is already present. And when you recognize his presence due to his personality, you will tap into his presence and experience the creative flow of the Holy Ghost hovering over you. And then the things that are golden inside of you that you're supposed to do will kind of come to the surface. That's what's beautiful about the presence of God. It brings things to the surface for you to be able to um, design <clears throat> and pursue and have clarity on. So the first few steps is getting to know the person of God, getting to know the tools that he's placed inside of you, and then begin to look outside of you and be like, what, what burdens you? What pains you? Pain in a good way. What makes you feel compelled? What is what is what is what are you compassionate about? And compassion, if you break it down, is compassion. What is asking your passion to come towards it? And then you will begin to see. Uh, as you engage with God daily on uh, what your purpose is. So don't get caught up on purpose, capital P. Purpose is a way of life. Purpose is not a destination. Purpose is not like a place that you get to. Purpose is who you are. Purpose is what you fulfill daily. You see what I'm saying? And sometimes we get so caught up on purpose, capital P, and, 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 and uh, arriving to this place. And that's true. That's cool. We'll get to the proximity of our purpose where we're thriving at this pinnacle of our purpose, but purpose is every day because what you do today is a part of the manifestation of your purpose later. And so the first first steps in walking into God's purpose, number one, walk with him. Get to know him and understand, give yourself time. I know zeal is a very, um, um, zeal is a very, uh, how, what word can I use, Holy Spirit? Pur uh, zeal is one of those um, words that really can confuse a lot of people uh, because zeal makes you th feel like you're ready. Zeal makes you feel. Zeal really makes you feel that you're ready to do something that you're not wise for. And so I was the same way in my early 20s, man. Kenny can tell you, <clears throat> I just knew that I was going to be around the world. I, I, I. You see what I'm saying? Nobody can tell me nothing. I just knew. But I had a lot of zeal and zeal is great. But zeal not backed by wisdom, man, you you done. It's a done deal. You, you not, you're not going to manifest. And so in 10 or 12 years, I've gained so much wisdom that the wisdom that I've gained over time balanced my zeal. And now I begin to see the purpose of that decade. 
You see what I'm saying? So basically what I'm trying to say, um, go watch a video I did on my Purpose of Singleness course. Uh, I, I did a recent video maybe a week ago called uh, How to Discover Your Calling. And I did maybe 14 weeks ago a video on how to discover your purpose. All you got to do is type in Purpose Joshua Ezzy or Calling Joshua Ezzy, and you'll see more, uh, about three hours worth of videos, probably more than that from over the 10 years I've done videos. You'll probably see about four or five hours worth of videos on purpose. And that will kind of give you insight beyond what I share with you today. Hope that helped you. Crystal Redeem says, I feel so unloved by my father. So I told him and he told me that he can't get close to nobody because he's a prophet. Crystal, please don't, please don't judge me by my face right now. Um, who cares about him? You see what I'm saying? We, we got we to gotta focus on our heavenly father, Crystal. And I hope you didn't hear that in a strong tone. <clears throat> I just have low tolerance for um, people who utilize their gifts and utilize their positions uh, to make people feel beneath them and whatever. So um, don't get so caught up on who doesn't love you. Let's focus on who does love you. It's, it's God is a good God. God is a loving God. He loves you. And his love cannot be calculated. His love cannot be measured. We can live a million years and not be able to fully grasp within one ounce of his love. And so uh, don't worry about feeling. You got to ask yourself a couple of questions, Chris. Number one, you got to ask yourself, who is this person? Secondly, you got to ask yourself, who have I made this person? Holy Spirit, are you teaching today? Who is this person? Who is this person? Who is he? Who is he uh, um, to, to, to determine your love, determine how you feel, how you should feel loved? Who is this person? Father, uncle, pastor, prophet, I see. And who have you made this person? You have to ask yourself, who have I made this person? Have I made this person mean more to me than God means to me? Because the feelings are showing me that it's affecting you. Now, don't get me wrong. You're going to be disappointed with other people. And, and, and But God is closer. Uh, he said, uh, uh, there's a friend that's closer than a brother. Uh, and, and you don't want to get close to somebody. And maybe, flip side, maybe he's using wisdom. Let me let me give the flip side of the coin. I don't want to immediately judge the young man or the, and the man. Uh, but we, when you say a prophet, um, uh, people who throw their titles, see, people don't even know my title. Nobody will ever know what my office that God has called me to walk in that I've been, that I'm being groomed to walk into. You'll never know. And you see what I'm saying? Because insecurities, are, people who are insecure are in their titles. People who are secure are in their testimony or in their, in their actions. You see what I'm saying? People who throw their titles around, they're insecure. I'm prophet this. I'm apostle this. I'm pastor this. When you throw titles out there, you're insecure. People who are secure, you don't even know who their title is because you see it in their life. You see it in their testimony. You see it in their actions. So maybe on the flip side, maybe he's being wise. You just think through this. Maybe he's being wise saying, I can't be close to you because it's just not wise for me as a man to get close to you, especially if you're not my daughter, daughter. You see what I'm saying? So process both sides. Now, if he's treating you like you beneath him and he's like, get away from me, whatever, you just got to make sure that God is number one in your life. Because when you put people above God, any person you put above God will determine how broken you become, will determine how, how, will determine how built up or broken down you become. But when God is in his rightful place in your life and at the center of everything in your life, man, you will always be even killed. You won't be fluctuating like this. You see what I'm saying? So either way, assess your heart and ask yourself, who have I made this person in my life? And on the flip side, consider if his character sound and solid, consider what is he just being wise? And maybe I'm trying to get more of the relationship than I should. You know the nuances. So you'll know which way you to move. And I hope that helps you, Chris. So please, if I sounded real tough in the beginning, um, just know my heart. And um and know that I that I care um that you guys are are in the right type of arenas, 
and not being manipulated. But think on both sides of that coin. The Holy Spirit will bring clarity to the nuances for sure. Sugar Mom, what's going on? Sean M says, how do you know when you're ready to date? Great question. <clears throat> how do you know when you're ready to date? Um, You know you're ready. You know it's time for you to date Um, when you've met, when you've, let's, let's repeat that. Let me read your question again so I can kind of get my thoughts together. Sean M says, how do you know when you're ready to date? You know you're ready to date when you've managed the previous dates, right? If you take care of the days before dating period, then you will know you're ready. And what I mean by that, number one, you got to make sure before you are ready to date, you got to make sure that you are developed. Make sure that you're whole. Make sure that the divine has developed you. Next thing that you have to understand that you are in a place where you are willing and are able to operate in self-awareness. Number one, you got to make sure you develop. Number two, you got to operate in self-awareness, right? Number two, you got to realize, is this my timing? Is this really the time to do it? And E, do I have the energy to do it? Do I have the, the endorsement to do it? You see what I'm saying? Spell date for you. Really top, top of the dome. D-A-T-E. First, you got to ask yourself, am I developed? Am I whole enough? Am I ready <coughs> to go? Have I utilized and capitalized my singleness to such a degree that I'm ready to date, that I'm developed? <coughs> Excuse me. Am I ready to date? Am I ready to actually go out there? And first, you got to understand that you can't, you can't just do stuff just to be doing it. You got to be a woman of purpose. You got to be a man, any man out there, you got to be a man of purpose that you're not going to do anything until you have been released to. You know it's your time to date when the divine has told you to. When the divine has said, this is the person I have for you. See, when my wife and I met, she came in the middle of my, of my assignment, in the middle of my purpose, right in my Bible study. So what I'm saying is God will bring that, God knows how to make y'all meet. So when it's time for you to date, you'll know because the divine will let you know. You know you're ready to date when you have full self-awareness. You know you're ready to date when you know that the timing is right and I'm cool and I got the energy and, I, and I'm ready and I got the endorsement of God. That's when you know. But if you're not whole, if you know you still got issues and you still know you still know you got baggage, man, you're not ready. You know you're ready when you're not even thinking about it. Readiness is not about, oh, now I'm ready because you don't even know if you're ready. Readiness is based upon God. Re releasing you because you're ready. All of us through zeal can be confused into thinking that we're ready, but we're really not ready. You know you're ready when you're not even thinking about it. Simple as that, man. I know I kind of spelled date and I was trying to be cool with it, but really, if, you, if you're thinking about it more than you are being about it, then you're not ready. But you know you're ready when you're not even thinking about it and you're caught off guard and God says you're ready. And you know you're ready when you're content in your singleness and you love your singleness and you embrace your singleness and you're okay with being single however long God wants you to be single. That's when you know you're ready to date. Until then, you're not ready. Discontentment proves you're not ready to date. You know what I'm saying? Uh, easily being easily discouraged because singleness proves that you're not ready to date. Be easily being easily distracted proves that you're not ready to date. You see what I'm saying? Um, damaging thought patterns proves you're not ready to date. Any Anything that proves that you are not content, you're not ready. You, you know you're ready to be sent when you're content. That's the best advice I can give you right there, my friend. Uh, Elbro says, okay, let me scroll up, Elbro. Uh, I hired a dating coach and I am a lady on a second date on, oh, I'm a lady on two dating sites. I recently saw an associate husband on dating websites. I've been praying 
I am should. L bro. Sorry, my question was broken up. Here you go. I hired a Christian dating coach last year. I am in two. I am on two sites, and I seen an associate husband on it. What's an associate husband, my friend? Oh, I've been praying. Should I approach his associate? Oh, about her husband. Oh, just got juicy. Sorry, my question was broken up. I hired a Christian dating coach last year. I am in. I am on two sites, and I seen an associate's husband on it. Ooh. Mm. I've been up. I've been praying. Should I approach the associate about her husband, who they have three kids together, and he active actively is on a website that started a few years ago, and they have been together eleven years? What I'm gonna tell you this, my friend. <clears throat> Mind your business. Simple as that. Because you know why? She loves him more than. She loves you. One thing I learned in my life was when it comes to giving advice, mind my business. And people sin, people sin will, will find them out. Because what you don't want to do is get in people's business. Because what you'll do is you'll cause unnecessary drama, and then all of a sudden you're gonna be you're gonna be like, yeah, girl, you better you know, boop, boop, boop. and then all of a sudden she's gonna be like, but I love him. And then, then all of a sudden you cast that pearl in vain. I'm gonna post a question up there so everyone can see. Um, uh, let's see. And so what I would do is I would leave it alone, pray for God's people. Uh, what's done in the dark will come to the light. She'll find out. And, and the thing is, if you try to tell her prematurely, then then it's going to then then she, uh, you just don't want to be you don't. You, you, that's their business, my friend. So what I would do is keep praying for um, and 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 um, but for you, I would just leave the dating sites alone um, because, well, that's another topic for another day. But uh, but for your specific question, I would leave it alone because if she's too invested, 11 years, three kids, and he's on two different sites, his sin will find him out. So I, I would just leave yourself out of it because you're going to waste your time. You're going to waste energy. You're going to cause unnecessary. Well, you're going to cause premature, unnecessary drama that she might not be ready for. And then he we don't know what type of temperament he is, might cause unnecessary abuse, etc. Let God deal with it. God has already dealt with it. And and, and 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 his sins will find him out if he don't repent. And uh, I will leave it alone, my friends. Leave it alone and uh, keep him. That's my advice. So take that. Take that how you will. That's what I would do. What I would do is I would leave it alone. I would I would uh, I would pray about it. You know. Now, if it's my family, that's one thing. But if it's an associate, you leave him alone. If it's family, I'm gonna check him. You see, what I'm saying, yo, what you brought? And first, I wouldn't be on the dating site. But if I found if that's family. Like my sisters or nieces, and depend on my relationship with them. If 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 they're kind of like if they're close, then I'll, I'll let them know. Um, but either way, I'll still let them know. But at the end of the day, I would stay out of their business, my friend. That's what I would do. Hope they help. Uh, let's see where I left off. Is there such thing as dinner? Okay, dinner. Sorry, question two. Oh, uh, let's see. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. Where am I at? Oh, okay. Elms Ralawa says, hi, coach, listening in from Christchurch, New Zealand. Thank you for watching New Zealand. God bless you. I'm, I'm glad that you enjoying it. I'm glad the uh, resources are a blessing to you, and God bless you, too. Sugar Mama says, when should I introduce someone to the kids? Ooh, Sugar Mama. This is what I would do. Um, It depends on how old the kids are. And what I would do is, um, honestly, it all boils down to God. A lot of people find themselves in situations that they could have avoided by simply not acknowledging God from the beginning. 
You can avoid a lot of things if you acknowledge God first, because in acknowledging God, God will teach you how to address certain situations and how to advance in them. And so you got to ask yourself first, just by me being a coach and by by uh, God trusting me to give answer this question. You got to go all the way back and ask yourself, did I start this relationship? Uh, if you are in a relationship, uh, uh, did I have I acknowledged God about this person first or did I did I acknowledge this person before I acknowledge God? Did I acknowledge God first? Because if you love God's will and purpose more than anyone or anything else, then then you you will pause the relationship, uh, settle it down and say, you know what? We can't go too much further because I want to make sure to zip because I have kids involved. You see what I'm saying? You got to always think since you made the kids, they got to come first to a degree. They have to come to I wouldn't say first. What I mean by first, you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of God, yourself and then the kids. Right. <clears throat> so that they can probably be taken care of. But what I say all that to say is that if you are self-centered in your relationship with your kids, then you will bypass your kids needs to serve yourself and then bring some man who's not who's not mature enough to be around your sons and daughters. And then you put them in compromised situation because he's got less issues. You know what I'm saying? And so you got to you got to acknowledge God because God knows the right time to bring the right person at the right ages for each child to be able to adjust appropriately. Because it's all about adjusting to who this man is and is he mature enough to be around your kids. So you got to talk to God about that And because there's a lot of things you got to do. You got to be inspector gadget. You got to be inspector sugar mama, sugar mama that inspects. You got to inspect him. And, and But you got to you got to respect him, though, because when you respect him, you can easily inspect anyone and know right at the moment whether this person is supposed to be uh, involved in your kids. Life. But I would not introduce anyone to my kids. And so I have confirmation from God and, and, and God will give you wisdom. Oh, thank you so much for giving. I really appreciate that. And, um, <clears throat> and you'll know what to do from there, but you just got to be wise out here because a lot of men struggle with lust and, 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 um, there's just a lot of young girls in my life and it's connected to my family that I would have to punch somebody through the throat. See what I'm saying? As simple as that. I told, I told, I told my nieces, man, that, and, um, uh, other, um, like sisters and them in the past, Listen, I don't mind having a prison ministry if I have to. Simple as that. If I have to listen, if because that's why I'm like, please just do your do your uncle and do your brother a favor. Don't do nothing stupid. Don't bring no stupid guy around because I will have a prison ministry. Simple as that. Unless you done did something stupid and you're on your own because I ain't trying to go, I ain't going to prison for no stupidity. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing. But if it's if it, if it's something like crazy, crazy being you touch them or you hit them, mm-hmm. 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 So hope that helped. Uh, let's let's see what my humble one says. Let me see because uh, people usually give sometimes they have questions too. Let me see what humble one is saying. Oh, humble one, thank you just for support. You just support, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Let's go back. <clears throat> I got time. I'm gonna go about forty minutes, and I'm done, y'all. Uh, Jay Miller says, "Do I have a mentorship program? I do. If you go to my website, um." I am unplugged.com. Go to the little three line thing in the top corner. We have a mentoring program called Propel. And we've mentored so far over 80 plus students. We was just in week one of our mentoring program. And then the next week, the school shut down. So unfortunately, we weren't able to finish our program this year. But all the funds that y'all have donated and supported will go towards next year. And um, and we're excited. We've been this our fourth year. It will be our fifth year basically our fourth year next year due to the coronavirus. But but yeah, we definitely do staff mentorship program. Check it out on my website, Iamunplug.com. I almost wore my mentoring t-shirt for this video. I wasn't I wasn't listening to the Holy Spirit. Because I, I was something about the t-shirt I was supposed to wear. 
But just check out our mentoring program on our website. Um, I'll post it right here for those who are interested in all that good stuff and what God has blessed my wife and I to do for the kids in the inner city in Charlotte. So that's our website right there. I think it posted. All right, let's go back up. I think, okay. All right, how do I get rid of strongholds? Let me make sure, I didn't, I didn't post this on Facebook. I am not doing what I need to do. Give me one second, y'all. I'll make sure I share this on my Facebook pages as well so we can uh, make sure everyone, I got other channels, other pages on my uh, website as well. Uh, here we go. All right, give me one second. I'm going to share this real quick. But yeah, um, a lot of young, a lot of single moms got to really think about that, man. They can't they can't just introduce any man into their life with kids, especially. It's just not wise. It's just not um, beneficial and wise. All right, almost there, y'all. There we go. All right. <clears throat> All right, let's get going. Oh, Sean M coming with the boom, boom questions. How do you get rid of a stronghold? Uh, first off, it's a great opportunity for me to share my book because I put a lot of uh, time and effort in this book here. It's the purpose of freedom, how to untie soul ties of strongholds. This book is available on my website. Um, and it's a book on soul ties and how to uproot them. Um, the Holy Spirit is checking me right now. So anyone who emails me right now, I just felt it. Anyone who emails me right now, if you go to my website, IamUnplugged.com, and you email me, and I think I owe about three more people books because I remember I'm supposed to get back to them. But if you email me tonight, I'll give you this book for free because it's warfare and strongholds and stuff like that. Those resources, you just got to get out there for free, man, because you sometimes you can't even wait for shipping and handling to get to people. And so that book's free. But if you like book versions... You can order that book off Amazon. But if you if you just want the book tonight, Sean M, email me on my website. Go to the contacts page on my website, IamUnplugged.com, and I'll make sure I get that book out to you in PDF copy, and you'll be able to process that because I go in greater lives by strongholds. But quickly for you right now, you get rid of strongholds by by first assessing the strength of the hold, um, the source of the source of the hold, the strength of the hold, and the savior of the hold. Right. So you observe the source of the hold. When did this thing begin? What was my mindset? What was my personality type when the source, when it began to start the first tie? Strongholds are the are the are, are the inevitable byproduct of a soul tie. When your soul gets tied to a thing, then that thing gets rooted and it's strong, right? So you got to remember this: the uh, the the source of the uh, the source of the tie, the strength of the tie. Um, based upon how much you engage with that thing, will determine how strong that tie is. Some people got a soft hold. Some people got a strong hold. Certain things. Strongholds are birthed from trauma, are birthed from abuse, are birthed from uh, uh, misuse, birth models, different things, or just uh, zealous desires that got them caught up. Those strongholds become strong and you can't go beyond that point. So no matter how far you try to go forward, that thing yanks you back because that thing is holding you. And what happened to you in 96? What happened to you in 2004? What happened to you last uh, summer? Etc. That thing is still trying to manifest in a stronghold and it's holding you back from going forward. Usually the byproduct of that is unforgiveness, is doubt, insecurities, inadequacies. And those things are the roots that makes it even stronger and it can't keep going forward. And But until you renew your mind on every compartment of that tie, then you won't be able to be strengthened. So you got to remember or process who the savior of the hold is, the spirit 
that can release you from that hold as you begin to <clears throat> renew your mind about what God has said about you in contradiction to what you have been told, what you have told yourself, etc. And then over time, the, the ties are beginning to lose themselves through forgiveness, through self-love and self-care, through a welcoming the Holy Spirit and not grieving him, etc. Those things will begin to really help you go forward. But get that, email me and I get that book to you tonight. Taylor Janae says, question, I get so excited when it comes to nursing, but every time I apply to the program, there's always something that goes wrong. Is that a sign? Uh, it just could be a sign of two different things. It's just not the time or um, this ain't the, this ain't the nursing is a, a um, is a theme or, or a component that bursts from what you really love to do. What I mean by that is um, words is my gifting. Giving people perspective is my gifting, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go into school to be a counselor. Maybe life coaching was it. Maybe you in the right direction, but the wrong field. So maybe you got to go down maybe 20 more miles to get to the right field that you're supposed to tend. So nursing may give you a clue to what you're supposed to do. Right. So that's one side of the coin. But it may not be nursing. It may be a form of caring for people. Maybe nursing was what you was told or maybe nursing was the only thing that you knew of that your gifts supported. But as you do more research and as you go down the road, you will begin to see signage that says um, um, your talents and your, your giftings can also contribute into something else that may not require school, that may not require uh, nursing, per se. Right. So that's one side. Or it's just not the time. And maybe God is withholding you. See, my gifting was always to be in ministry, was always to uh, speak and travel. But a lot of that stuff didn't pop off until the latter part of my 12 years. And, and so it just wasn't time for me to go around the world because he had to untie a lot of things out of my life that would have jeopardized me in that field. So think about both sides, Taylor, and ask yourself, number one, is this is, this, is nursing the wrong field? So assess, and I'm, I'm going to assess my giftings and my talents to see what could I use these gifts for. So maybe it's not nursing, but maybe it's something else. Or on the flip side, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. I know it. It just might not be time. So in the meantime, I'm going to keep mastering my craft, sharpening my skill sets, because the goal is to make sure you have transferable skill sets, right? So every the skill sets, because you might be at a job that may not be in your field, but it's setting you up to develop the skills you need to really tend the field that God has for you. Hope that makes sense, Taylor. Uh, so don't worry about being because, listen, uh, you know, how many people told me no. And you just got to no matter who tells you no, you still got to go, my friend. But that's all I got. Y'all I'm at the 40 minute marker. I want to make some take some time to share books and resources. Um, so basically, you can get this book right here on my website, The Purpose of Freedom. On how to untie soul ties and uproot strongholds. I'm gonna share my screen to my website here. Um, okay, here we go. And so uh here we go. All right, there we go. And so there's my uh web website. Man, I always mess up. There we go. So you go to my website right now, and there you'll be able to find books like these, the purpose of singleness. Um, not the purpose of singleness, the purpose of freedom as well as my book, Dating Prep, How to Date Yourself and the Love of Your Life Forever. It, it don't come with a card game. They're sold separately, <laughs> but you can get the card game as well on my website. And it's different questions that you can ask yourself and actually write the answers down in your book. 
Um, there's three levels. There's the cloud phase, the cement phase, and the corporation phase. The cloud phase, y'all just met. The cement phase means relationships getting serious, and the corporation phase means it's time to build. But also, there's the same question in, in this card game. You got about 60 cards. You can answer in here as a single person as well so that you can be able to say, you know what? I need to work on this area of my life. Like for one, um, what are your views? Oh, can I, I'm going to say that. It says, when will our date nights be? That's a good cloud question, right? And so uh, how connected are you? Uh, so there's a lot of different questions that can kind of contribute to help you prepare for that. So that book's available on my website as well. Um, of course, the book that's probably my number one selling book, The Purpose of Singleness, Are You Whole or Full of Holes? That book's available as well. Um, my children's book, as he says, probably my favorite book or my favorite concept is my children's book. That's me right there. Uh oh, that's me right there, and that's my wife right there. So, got a cartoon series that God is going to. Uh, we, we're excited about God releasing us to be able to animate and really help kids. Uh, my first book, Unplug, Top Things to Unplug From and Why, and my book on spiritual warfare, World War Me. Or how to win the war within about the whole armor of God, etc. But you can also go to my website, and there's a lot of resources there um, for you to uh, learn more about our kids' mentoring program, our online courses, books, merch, um, booking if you want me to speak, uh, uh, donate if you want to support what I do here, and uh, what else we got? One-on-one uh, -on -one coaching sessions. If you want one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, make sure you go to my website. It's summertime, so let me know what your budget is. Let me know what you're able to do, and I'll give you how much time that I can give at that at, at your budget, um, if 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 it fits. And I have over I forgot about seven or eight different types of uh coach. So if you're going through a transition, I do transitioning coaching. If you got is low self esteem, I got self esteem coaching, uh, spiritual growth coaching. What else do I have? I have uh oh that's transition. Okay, relationship coaching. Also have maximizing your singleness coaching. I have personal growth coaching. Uh, youth and college student coaching, and uh, your ideas, how to get your purpose together, entrepreneurship and branding, ministry, all that good stuff, man, that I've learned from my expertise, from my, my years of experience and doing ministry, as well as uh, businesses and all that kind of stuff. So I'll be, I'm only going to coach you in areas that I've been coached in and are excelling in. Um, card games, uh, booking, contact, contact me for that book that I promised y'all, and uh, podcast. YouTube channel. Uh, uh, we got three online courses too. So all that stuff's available on my website there. And I would love uh, for you uh, guys to um, um, engage with me on there. And um, that's it. Also merch. Oh, I always do that. I don't, even, I don't even wear all my shirts. Let me just see if I can pull my merch site up so y'all can see the different shirts that we have. Because uh, I know a lot of y'all uh, ask and it, it'd be on my... Um, let's see if I can pull it up. Let me see if I can pull up my uh, T-shirt so y'all can see what we we what we offer there. Let me make sure that it pulls up. Here we go. So we have different shirts. I don't know who that is. Let me see. Oh, give me one sec. Let me get her off here. She over there. What are you doing? Oh, there we go. All right. So here's our merch line. Uh, so we got different shirts. Infatuation is blind, not love. Love is not blind. Infatuation is. Uh, we got the Braille version. So the top part is infatuation is blind, not love. Uh, so it's basically a play on words of being blind. Of course, unplugged shirts. 
Uh, I'm worth the wait for the ladies, and I'm going. I guess I got some men shirts too. Some guys was asking that too, so we got shirts uh, with "I'm worth the wait." Uh, my wife and I had a pretty line a long time ago. We're gonna bring a lot of those shirts back. So we got a lot of different shirts and merch available on our website. Uh, so go ahead and check those out. Uh, until next time, I'll probably do a live again tomorrow. Uh, love y'all. I see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>